3: This is TalkSport Daily.
4: Hello, hello, hello. Happy Tuesday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, you can check me out on Drive later today from 4pm. Anyway, we begin, of course, with the fallout from Eric Ten Hag's mighty Manchester United. Beating Wolves in the Premier League, obviously. The match was live on TalkSport. Here's the reaction.
5: Tonight here at Old Trafford, Wolves striker Mateus Cunha ran Manchester United ragged but he missed the sitter at the start of the second half and United are currently being investigated for stealing three points here Wolves absolutely robbed and then the ref missed a clear Wolves penalty, VAR had a look and still didn't give a penalty I think Gary O'Neill wants a look at VAR, United get the points but I don't think we know how on TalkSport. Well, Anana came out. Yeah, he came he out late. Planted a haymaker on Kalejtic. So does that generate a penalty kick for Wolverhampton Wanderers? It's well, a we're cross. seeing the replay now. Oh, it's a penalty. He's got his eyes on the ball, but he's completely missed it. Oh, well, he's got no touch on the ball, and he's, you know, VAR have got to check it for a penalty. And they are going to check it for a penalty.
4: I don't think it's a penalty. I think it's a right decision, eh? because I didn't think it interfered the uh, the situation.
5: In terms of. But did he not connect? He did connect with the player, though, didn't he, after yes, missing the ball? But,
4: uh, as you say, after he touched the ball.
5: After who touched the ball? After the, the Wolves player?
4: After uh, the Wolves player. When it was before, when I, I can see it, but. Uh, it was a brave situation, but as you said, two players from the Wolves, uh, they were battling each other, and Andre was there as well. Uh, the touch on the ball was first and then Andre came
5: Simon Hooper never came over to look at the monitor Gary O'Neill's going ballistic, he's got a yellow card he doesn't understand why Andre Nana hasn't been punished for that I hate VAR, I still hate VAR I don't think I'll ever have any love for VAR whatsoever Danny Murphy if you did that in the middle of the pitch you'd probably get a yellow if not a red he, he didn't touch the but he's completely he's hit him nearly in there he's, he could have knocked him out well he's mistimed his attempt it to try and punch mistimed. the ball yeah, he's, I'm not saying he's, he's deliberately the player. To... it's a mistime challenge it's a foul it's they've a foul got, they've got to, look, look if they don't come out and just say sorry we got that one wrong there needs, needs to be an internal investigation. It's, I, mean, I Webb will now. be mortified by that. It's I, so I clear so. and so obvious, I can't understand how they can suggest that the on-field referee hasn't made a clear and obvious error. I mean, if he has seen it and he's still insisting that he thinks that that's not a foul, then, then, then he should be told, no, that is a foul.
4: And here's the take of the Wolves manager, Gaza Gary O'Neill. All of it was initiated by Anana, and he's he's coming out to miss the ball and smashing into
5: our centre forward so um, yeah I mean it's a foul it's, I, I get a yellow card but for me the yellow card should go to Anana. we should take a penalty and then we see what happens from there but um, yeah disappointed um, but yeah Wolves were brilliant tonight all, all over the pitch and they talk yeah. too I was
2: I, I was worried about uh Wolves this season I was thinking with you know what was going on at the football club the not the lack of signings yeah, the manager leaving I'm thinking it's going to be a bit of a mess yeah. I mean, how wrong were we? Yeah, yeah, they absolutely. were absolutely fantastic. Yes, they, they were. And actually, look at the team and the players that they've got. That's a talented squad. It is indeed. And if we can get some results, get the get the, the mentality right, there, they could have a really good season. They yeah, they they, they
5: also need to take the chances because you you can't dominate a game and be the best side on the pitch for. Let's be honest. Mo- most of the game, Man United had the moments. Of course, they did. But largely throughout that ninety minutes, there, Wolves were. The best side on the pitch. Yeah. And that you got to take your chances. United this and that. United were lucky. We won. 1-0. Mm. End of the day. Penalty or no penalty. You're going about this. Two and not a good game and all that. You missed a sitter. Mm. They weren't that good. They couldn't score. I'm sick of it all the time. Oh, it, come it, on, George. Jules United were terrible when United tonight. Get look, when United get lucky with a win. George. Everyone's down George. the neck of United. You're not terrible. United got... Terrible. Jason, I heard you then. You terrible. were right what you said, Jason. We, we, we get beat by one of these big head teams. But... Yeah. You can't be going on about Wolves, this and that.
2: Yeah, but Wolves are one of the favourites Wolves to go down score. this season. The manager came in they a week ago. Down. They
5: won't go down.
2: No, but they've been one of the favourites yeah, to go down.
5: I think they will go down sometimes after them watching them play then. They couldn't score. Now, Man United won't I'm go down, day. George. <laughs> Man United won't go down. No, no I was saying Wolves will <laughs> oh, go right, down. Okay, okay. <laughs> Decision, no penalty. Just
0: clear and obvious, isn't it? Yeah.
5: If it was at the other end, Man United fans would want it, and, they, and they'd appeal for it. and they Oh, and they would have got it. And they... Well, we don't know. We nah, don't, it they would have got it. Well, oh, what maybe, 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 right. Right. That, maybe that, you're right. Maybe you're right. Man United fan, early one, who moaned about that, oh, it's all against Man United. Have a word.
4: Now Chelsea are set to break the British transfer record for the second time in seven months after agreeing a 115 million pound deal to sign the bright midfielder Moises Casado, former Palace Mona owner Mona Simon Jordan. Tried to explain how the club can afford such an outlay and still comply with FFP regulations. They've spent
0: £800 million pounds on players. They spent £600 million last year. They capitalised that over eight years. All those players were on eight year contracts. So all of a sudden, that £600 million pounds spend is reducing at £75 million pounds a year. So you're charging £75 million because you're dividing £600 by eight. Right? You're reducing your 600 million spend mm-hmm. by 75 million every year. He's now had that change because they didn't like it. The football fraternity went, You can't do that over eight years. We only want it back to five. So this year's spend will be 300 million, around about that. And we right. reducing at 60 million a year. So he's now losing 75 million each year from the spend last year, <laughs> plus 60 this year. But he's gone and sold. Two hundred and fifty million worth of players in three transfer windows, and all of those players have, 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 have produced an outcome that have been profitable to Chelsea. He sold he sold Kai Havertz for sixty odd million quid. He bought him for 60 odd million quid but on his balance sheet at the time when he sold Kai Havertz he was carrying him at 25 million so he sold him for 60 he's booked a 35 million pound profit. He sold Mason Mount who's an academy player for 60 million quid Mm. he's booked a 60 million pound profit. So over the three windows he's booked somewhere in the region of 200 million worth of transfer gains on his balance sheet and and he's reducing it by 135 every year so he's 65 million pound in credit right now on his balance sheet against mm. transfers. That's how he's doing it. Right. Now, eventually, if Chelsea don't pull up revenue and start to get back in the Champions League or ge- generate other revenue streams, this is going to catch up with him sooner rather than later. But right now, £800 million worth of spend equates to £135 million a year worth of transfer losses right. or depreciation. And then you've got £200 million worth of transfer gains on Havertz, on Mason Mount, on uh, Ruben Loftus' cheek. Yeah. And on and on we go. Look well, look who they've sold.
4: Now, Liverpool's Mohamed Salah let his frustration show as he furiously reacted to being pulled off by Jurgen Klopp against Chelsea. No-one wants to see that. Despite not being happy with the scenes, Mike O'Neill admitted to doing the same in his playing days at Forest under Brian Clough.
1: Ugh. Unfortunately, I have actually done that myself. I have thrown a few, a few tantrums. One in particular was the the Charlie Shield final in 1978. we're playing Ipswich, and uh, we are. Uh, I have just scored my second goal. We're leading Ipswich four, so I've got a, I've got about 14 or 15 minutes in which to score a hat trick in the game. This is so. <laughs> Clough takes me off. My final, my final piece of action was actually scoring the goal, so we weren't in the best of terms at the time. And as I've just gone past him, I've said, "Scared in case I got the hat trick, were you?" Okay. And oh, oh, he was apoplectic. He got <laughs> up and he said, "Don't you ever speak to me like that?" And so he. He's the manager, he was also Brian Clough, and he was brilliant. <laughs>
3: How do you react, though, when someone you know, from your playing staff comes in and says, boss, I think, you've got, I think you're doing this wrongly? Good, well, I ask him which way he thinks it should be done. We get down to it, and then we talk about it for 20 minutes, and then we decide I was
1: right. <laughs> he made me sob against still. I thought, this is it. I'm just, I went into his office and said, I'm not turning up. He said, you be there tomorrow. And I didn't turn up for the game. John Roberts, my friend, Phoned me that 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 morning and said, "Martin, do you want to hear the good news or the bad news?" He said, "The good news is that the game is off against Stoke. The bad news is that Brian Clough came over from Derby because he normally collected around about Derby to go to to Stoke, and he's come over to see whether you were on the bus or not." <laughs> so on Monday, I walked into the training ground. He and Peter Taylor just uh, just pulled me into the office waylaid me in many aspects verbally and um, fined me, suspended me for, for, for a fortnight and uh, and I have to say they were right and, and never to do that again but it was the frustration was blinding me at this stage
4: Now Newcastle got off to an incredible start of the season Tonkin Aston Villa Here's Andy Townsend, the former Villa captain of course, still not back in the Magpies for a top four finish, obviously
5: Aston Villa have uh, absolutely self-destructed. Newcastle five, Aston Villa one. Trying to play offside, literally on the halfway
3: line. I didn't have Newcastle in my top four, No, I. and I would, did I would I. probably stay with that. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, one result is not going to change the what the way we're all thinking, but they're they're going to be dangerous, and and I like the additions. I think. Uh, Harvey Barnes, Ali, I've always admired him. I've, Me I've too. Always, he, I've always thought he'd, he lacked a bit of care at the top of the field. Yep. But you can find that, can't you? Yeah. Experience gives you that and confidence gives you that. Hopefully, he'll stay topped up in that respect but they've got a lot going for him. They've got a lot of good players. They've got a solid looking backline. great goalkeeper. I tell you what, it must be fantastic being part of that club at the minute.
4: Now, life without Harry Kane began for Spurs as they drew 2-2 away at Brentford. Simon Jordan new boss Ange would have been ready for his former captain's departure.
0: The Harry Kane situation is an inevitability. Some would say it's a miracle that you kept him that long. I mean, you're in a, you're a side that's trying to compete economically with some powerhouses in football are spending enormous amounts of money and Tottenham aren't built from that model. It's not Daniel Levy's money, it was Joe Lewis's money. And if Joe Lewis isn't going to give Daniel Levy any more money, then Daniel Levy's not going to rub his hands together and magic it up. He's going to have to magic it up out of the revenues of the football club. And once upon a time, there was an argument suggesting that when Tottenham Hotspur made world record profits about four or five years ago, that a lot was going right. Now, of course, it's not going so well on the pitch and of course the narrative sp- spills and the Levy crowd that don't like him want him out. I don't think it's constructive, I don't think it's going to help anybody, I don't think it's going to achieve anything, but I also think with Postacoglu. This is not a child, this is a 57-year-old manager that's been around, knows what he's looking at, and would have walked in the door, I would imagine, with an equitable swap i.e. Tottenham wanted him and he wanted them and would have had his eyes open and I actually think there's a part of him and I know this is probably going to be greeted with a degree of disdain that was moderately relaxed about whether Harry Kane stayed or didn't stay ultimately you don't want to lose 30 goals from your team but there was also a style of play that he might want to play that might not have lent itself to the way that Harry Kane's attributes are best served Now hold that please, level 5, thank you Ah, you must be one of our new interns.
1: Yeah, hi, nice to meet you.
0: Hi, now the most important thing to know is to urge in the Biparsal Rise plug sale.
2: The most important thing is what? Sorry?
0: The single most important thing is to urge in the channelised bingus of the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine.
2: Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.
4: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
2: To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.
4: And we finished with Andy Townsend, recalling the time he met Oasis frontman Liam Gallagher. I don't think it was raining. I think it was in the... <clears throat> yeah, you get the joke. Do
3: you know when, when, when Gareth missed the penalty in 96? Yeah. I've told this before, but I'll tell it again in case anyone hasn't heard it. When Gareth missed his pen for England in Euro 96... I think I was working for RTE. We were together at Villa. Of course, I've come straight downstairs to see him in the players' league yep. because I just wanted to say, do you know, what do you say to someone that's Mister Penn? pen? was going Oof. through my head as I was coming down the stairs. I was actually thinking to myself, what do you actually say to someone that's just Mister Penn pen in a situation Mike. like that? Right, exactly. No. So uh, I just said, I, I, when I saw Gareth, I just I sort of slapped him on the shoulder I said, right, bigger and better than you have missed him, pal. And that, I didn't want to say, don't worry about yeah. it. Hard luck. You don't say rubbish like that. I just said bigger and better. And you've lost, lost them. Anyway, in the corner of the players' lounge, all of a sudden, I see this 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 Parker, you know, with the, and this hairy Parker coming towards me, right, with this guy waddling across, and it's Liam. Liam's coming across, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, Liam. Oh, not now, not now, mate, not now. You know, he's just Mr. Ben. And Liam, come, hey, Southgate, he's gone. Seriously, no, yeah. If at least you had the balls to take it. Not like, not like, beep, 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 And the air was like blue in there, you
1: know.
4: Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the Talksport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show at 4pm today. Make sure you join me for that. After us at 7 o'clock, it's kick-off around the grounds with Adrian Durham, with all the goals as they go in. Hey, goals, Steve. What happens if there's no goals? Well, it'll just be AIDS sick Anyway, there will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein with Daily Podcasts out first in the morning. Do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That
3: was a podcast from Talk Sport.